to Bleeding Edge Interviews. I am your host, Super Dave. Thank you for joining me as I spend some time talking to the people responsible for all the amazing music you hear on Bleeding Edge on Toxic Radio. This is where we get a little bit of insight into the minds of the people who are making the choice on a regular basis to deviate from the norm and push the boundaries of rock and metal. If you're a regular listener to these shows, you're going to know one thing about me is true. And that is I'm always on the lookout for new music, new bands, new artists, or just something new altogether. I am an explorer. I am always interested in what I can find that is different, that I've not heard before, to the point that sometimes I forget the classic stuff that's out there, but it's just how I'm driven. And as much as I try to keep myself aware of everything that's new, everything that's different, on occasion things slip under my radar from time to time. In this case, Stellar Circus is a band that has been running under my radar for the last several years. And fortunately, I was just able to find out about them, and I was able to spend some time talking to two of the founding members of Stellar Circuits. That would be vocalist Ben Bedick and bassist Jesse Olson. These two young guys were kind enough to spend some time talking with me about Stellar Circuits, what inspires them, what they aspire to be, and what drives them to make the music they're making, and what's going to be going on with them now that they have signed with Nuclear Blast Records. So sit back, relax, grab a drink. Let's find out more about the band Stellar Circuits with Ben Bedick and Jesse Olson. I'm so glad to meet you guys. Uh, uh, you are new to me uh, because somehow or other I haven't heard everything out there in the world there is to hear yet. So I've been catching up since Jake uh, brought you to my attention and uh, I'm digging what I'm hearing. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's very cool, very complex, melodic. I like that. And so I thought, all right, it's time to let's talk with these guys. Let's find out what they're about and let's help you get the word out about new album and everything. So let's start with the basics. Tell us all about Stellar Circuits. Where do you guys hail from? What are your influences? What, uh, what was your story getting all together and, and landing as a band? We're from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And... Um, as far as describing the band, I guess I would say that we're sort of an atmospheric slash uh, rock slash metal band. Um, I think we kind of fit into a few different categories, hopefully at least. And as, as far as explaining the band further, uh, we've been together for about eight years now. We started at the end of 2014 and sh- a couple months after we put out our first EP really quickly. We released our debut album, Ways We Haunt, in 2018 independently. And this will be our follow-up site to sound um, with our first release on a label with uh, Nuclear Blast. So we're excited about that. And yeah, man, we're gearing up to start touring and promoting this record. And in the meantime, working on the record that's going to follow that up. So things are cooking, man. We feel good. Nice. Yeah, you guys have uh, quite an interesting story there because right out the gate, you were working with the, one of the big names out there. Uh, make sure I remember the name right. Jamie King, right? Yeah, he uh, he lives like right down the road from us. And we, we've we known about him for a long time, uh, being in the same town as us. Um, it's, it's not really a small town, but it's kind of a small-ish city. So it was really fortunate for us to be living in the same place as him. And it just lined up that that's kind of where our music was taking us, me and Jesse played um, rock music for a long time covers and such and once we started writing music and then we're able to link up with him it just everything seemed right uh 
and it was cool, man. We were a little bit, uh, I don't know if nervous is the right word at first, but, uh, he made us feel really comfortable right away. So now it's like, we know him pretty well after doing two records with him. Well, most like, I think we're getting ready to maybe sometime soon go record another one. So yeah, uh-huh. it's nice. We didn't do the, uh, we didn't record with Jamie on the EP. We just did. We just had him master that one, but that's, that was kind of our introduction to him, to him. Yeah. Personally, yeah, we, we've been listening to his band for a while. Yes, yeah, and uh, obviously, we we uh, knew about uh, between the Buried and Me fans, our drummer and guitar player, um, a lot more diehard between the Buried and Me fans, um, and we just kind of it's it's really cool to be from the same town as bands that are just doing stuff similar to you. It's it's really inspiring. So it's it's really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. He comes up at this exact moment because literally just saw them Sunday night. Or last night, like, between cool. the Barry and me, yeah, they were in town, and it was nice. First dude. Time I was able to see them, and they're boy, they bring it's the crazy, energy. Man. Like to see rooms full of people like going ape shit over music that's progressively minded and and yeah. not just straightforward is that progressively. Minded? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, and it's just, yeah. it's really hot. they're they're coming to um our hometown, uh, which is basically like I guess their hometown of uh, winston-salem like next month so yes they're closed for like that's the closer usually, yeah. yeah they usually close the tour on in winston so yeah. yeah and being from like the south you know it's like it's just it's cool to see that type of music to pack out venues where normally that same venue is typically only going to pack out americana or country music or something yeah. Hmm. wow yeah it doesn't doesn't strike me as an area typically known for its uh progressively minded metal <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, you think there's a lot of history there, too, as far as progressiveness, yeah. man. I mean, like, if you think about bands like uh, Tig Allman Brothers, they were like right. Red dude, but they were influenced by the European British invasion, like Zeppelin and right. some really great music. So there's a history there of like uh, progressive hippies from the <laughs> South. Huh? Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, I get to thinking like you're talking about what categories you might fit in and things like that. And some people are uncomfortable with labels being put on their work and their music. And at the same time, I can't help but think too, what's common with up and coming bands as people are, are sharing about them with one another. There's this crutch people will lean on in terms of saying, well, they sound a little like blah, 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 or they sound a little like this other band or these two bands mixed. Is is that something that, bothers you guys to to experience that do you experience that because yours is an unusual sound that i can imagine makes it difficult for people to find real easy matches for unless there's things you're hearing that i'm not i don't i don't get upset at that you know i don't it, if somebody listens to our stuff i mean that's just cool like they they listen to it they intake the music and think for themselves with whatever however it's them. um can't think of like particulars yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me either, man. It's like just people categorize stuff the way they're going to do it, you know, and um, it's just one of those things, too. Like, obviously, as an artist, you want to have a unique voice to the best of your ability. And so it's not like your goal to say, oh, my band sounds like this band or that band. But at the same time, like you, you got to give people a reason to check it out. I mean, they don't have like endless hours to just listen to random whatevers. So it just kind of, I think, gives people the opportunity to equate it to something they might be used to. And other than that, like, we don't think too much about it. I mean, we love a lot of bands, so it's cool. If, if our music makes you feel the way 
any great band does, then that makes us happy. So we've always had a hard time fitting into, especially with the local scene. I feel like yeah. we really felt like we fit in anywhere. Yeah. With like certain, like whether it's like metal or rock or yeah. whatever, like we just kind of have one foot in a couple of different areas. So it's, 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 it's cool, but it's, it, it's hard. It's hard to land those, those tours that we, that we want, you know, sometimes, but. You know, yeah. it was cool, though, to finally get over the hump and like go out with Chevelle and see like people take interest in the fact that, you know, because I feel like sometimes it's easier to get started quickly with a more derivative thing. But yeah. once you get over that hump, I feel like there's more uh, lasting effect of whatever you're putting out. Yeah, that kind of foot in the door concept is, you know, like do something that people can relate to at first and then expand from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah really i think it's really thoughtful perspective and and i think that fits with what you guys are because you know as i look at things and start to think all right who are these guys as i did my research and and here it is you guys are taking some inspiration from timothy leary of all people uh yeah i mean i don't know like i don't don't know if we're like taking in i mean i guess we are in a sense but we're not necessarily like students of his stuff man i mean we, we were kids we grew up you know, involved in like psychedelic communities and stuff. So we were interested yeah. in that stuff. Uh, and I think it's a fun topic to explore subjectively. And like, he kind of went off on, on a deep end toward later <laughs> in his life. But I think that the initial ideas there about opening yourself up and, and opening your mind really resonates with the type of music that we really love, you know? Yeah. 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 That's interesting though. We haven't had many people even like <laughs> dig that deeply into the, <laughs> stellar circuit yeah when they ask us where we got the name from you know because it's kind of hard to find we were talking about this the other day we've we've come out with so much stuff at this point that's kind of hard to find online and when it when it used to come up you put in stellar circuits it would be like the first thing you see is like the you know eight circuits of consciousness and stuff like now it's really hard to find that stuff so yeah (laughs) it's gonna say most of the search uh search results for stellar circuits brings up you guys Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah Like, okay, maybe they just came up with this on their own. Like, there was this open-ended concept to that, to where it was like, it's not really nailed down, you know, it's kind of woo-woo-ish, but what I liked is that we can expand on that as a band and kind of take it where we want to go with it and adopt it, because it was kind of left open like that. So I think that's cool, and we always try to explore, like, how can we just push further and and express ourselves through that idea, you know? Yeah, it's it's very cool, and I think it shows a level, again, of, of thoughtfulness behind what's going on i think i imagine you guys put a lot of thought into your lyrical themes and your composition clearly the composition is complex stuff it's not you know straight ahead blues rock or something like that per se it's it's got a lot going on there and a lot of arrangement so i'm kind of curious like the themes that you were hitting on in this album what were the things that were inspiring you as you were putting it all together any themes or any concepts really would come from Ben and his lyrical content. The, the, the music we, I mean, I think Ben treats it as song by song too. And it ends up being this thing when you step away and you can see like this whole conceptual thing that flows, but yeah, most of the stuff would be from him as far as themes and concepts. Yeah. I think we try, we try not to overthink things at the same time too, man. Like we want, to i really like the word thoughtful i think we try to apply that with everything we do um but we also really depend heavily on emotion and the emotive nature of music and i think 
abstractly, that's sort of the perfect balance of what we're going for as a band is when we can find that balance between something that we've thought thought very hard about, but also let it be what it what feels right. Um, as far as like lyrical themes and stuff, sometimes it gets a little abstract and it's kind of hard for me to nail down what exactly it means because some of it's a, a lot of it's personal, you know, but I do like the subjective nature of it and I do like the ambiguity of it. Um, but again, I feel like that's a balance as well without being too shapeless with actually having a statement to make and something to say. And at the same time, not trying to put too, um, sharp of a box around it and keep it in one place so i think our themes typically um stem from a an ambiguous place tonally you know and yeah. a lot of speaking honestly for me that's a lot of what i've preferred when i look back and think there are things there where it's not spelled out so clearly that i go you know like this is real cut and dry and very obvious that there are those uh, openings for people to put their own experience or their own interpretation into it. And I've always felt like to me, that was a lot of times, a lot of the best songs for me, because that's the stuff that I could fit in and think about and dig into a little bit. So. Yeah. I think that leaves room too, for music to take on different meanings. You know, I think if you put it in the box, then that's where it is forever, but at a different point in your life. And I, I mean, especially for me, man, they mean different things at different times and it's also sort of like music is like the deepest expression of yourself and like what you and who you are in this world for you to be able to spell out exactly how you feel in every given or any given situation i feel like is a impossible in itself so it's similar to be like well this is exactly what this song means at least for us and how right. we write music i'm curious i mean you mentioned when we talked about having that prog bent, was that something kind of <clears throat> in your DNA? Was that somewhere that you thought you would eventually end up? Or is that just kind of the way it worked out because that's just where your heads are? Well, I would say early on, we, we were more just inspired by like nineties music and stuff right. like that and um, classic rock and things of things of that nature. And then later on, I think it was maybe a year after we got into playing in a band together we we discovered more progressive music and right. that kind of sent us in a different trajectory like i don't think that we could ever you know guess where we would end up we never know that's that's the beauty of making music is you just never know where it'll end up when somebody else puts their thoughts in into it and uh yeah i don't think i don't think we think much about that anyway it's yeah but yeah we're just such a melting pot of different inspiration going from and our, and our drummer and guitarist i would say at this point are maybe a little bit more progressively minded than me and ben um in some cases but um yeah but, but at the same time i mean we a lot of us really i mean we all love progressive music i think and progressive music is so great because you really can't nail down like what it sounds like it's sort of a subjective term as well like I like a lot of mainstream music as well, but for me, I'll right. find things that structurally will sound progressive to me. It's not necessarily about melodically it is or anything like that. And I that. guess most music, even pop music, is becoming more and more progressive minded. Yeah. Or like at least you can find those. Well, yes, yeah, I guess but you can find those yeah. artists that are more progressive. But but yeah, I think it comes down to just like what we're listening to and what inspires us and gives us those feelings of wanting to make music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it seems interesting. I I mean, 
my head's typically been in that area, like the progressive oriented stuff, but I'm the more I dig, the more I find, so to speak. And I, every day, like every week, something new comes out and I go, how the hell have I still not heard of these people yet? Yeah. How does this still like not even in passing? Like, it's amazing. And I find more and more, and I think it makes sense that progressive is becoming a lot of different things than maybe what it used to be, where everything is 10 minute songs and all the virtuosity and, and the extended musical segments and all that, that more and more it becomes an issue of blending other genres, blending other styles into it, uh, doing something that may not be an extended instrumental segment, but is still nonetheless arranged in a in an unusual way or a complex way, even if the song itself is accessible in terms of not, you know, bombarding the person with all this doodling, so to speak. All the notes. Yeah. Yeah. And especially I think I've seen it in metal because there's a lot of bands out there similar in a sense like where you guys are, where you're not doing these long extended concept albums yet, yet you may eventually get there, but, and all these songs, but they're, they're, they're getting to the point. You know what I mean? Like the songs are concise, melodically interesting and accessible, but the talent is so clear and what's going on under there. And like, you're talking like architects and ginger and monuments, you guys kind of, I think fit in that a little bit where those influences are coming together to make a whole entirely different whole of itself. That's that's kind of you to say, man. Thank you. We yeah, we it. we definitely look up to all those bands. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I put us though. I don't know where I place us as far as <laughs> our sound. It's kind of weird to think yeah. about. Yeah, I don't even think that's our place either. You know, I think we just we're supposed to make the best stuff we can, and then right. hopefully people care enough to even want to try and categorize it, and that's up to them. You know, whatever makes them feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Getting into the stellar circuit, so to speak. Those higher planes of of thinking to evolve beyond the basic human. Yeah, right on. It's got such a 2001 Space Odyssey concept to it. (laughs) Hey, dude, I can dig that, dude. (laughs) You're evolving to become the space baby floating around in the, in the shoot. That would be an awesome video to to do like the intro scene as a music video. There you (laughs) go. Nice. Yes. And I'm killing my obelisk. There's the word I was looking for. My brain plays keep away with words anymore. Yeah. Get older, guys. Don't get old. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's all that Timothy Leary stuff, man. Yeah, right? No, get it to you eventually. So down the road here, you've got some tours planned. I saw the dates coming up. Looks to be starting October? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep, we're starting out in Tennessee and then working our way to the West Coast and coming going back, going up the West Coast, which we're really excited about because we haven't had the opportunity to do that. So we're really excited about that. And then coming back to the East Coast. So it's a whole yeah, whole run. Really excited. It'll be our first full U.S. tour. Yeah. So. We've made it about halfway. <laughs> and we've toured around that um, the Midwest and the South and stuff. But we never quite made it. We played one show in L.A. years and years ago at the NAM. At NAM. At NAM. At the NAM thing. Yeah, at NAM. <laughs> Which was really fun. It was fun. Great. Yeah. And, and I think you're what you're toying with Art Jekko. Is that for the entire tour or just part of it? Most of it. Yeah. We have a couple of headliner dates coming back from New York, which will be great too. touring with another band called Falset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're working on getting international stuff going really soon, too. So that's in the works. We're excited wow. about. That. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So you're starting to make inroads in, inroads in Europe. They're, they're noticing yeah. and picking up. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, 
more than just Europe too, where we're, we're trying to do as much as we can, man. We've been yeah. putting the pieces together for many years to actually have things in place to be able to do this. So we're excited to now just really light the fuse and hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be gratifying. I imagine that to finally start to see that opening up. I mean, one Europe, Europe is more than the U S still at this point in time, a, an area really ripe for your style of music. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll find they'll quickly embrace you over there most likely but i gotta imagine i mean you've been working at this for eight years to start to see this grow like this i can imagine is really gratifying i i can imagine i don't know i haven't done it i don't have talent for anything <laughs> but um i gotta imagine at times it's it's been one of those things where maybe it's been hard maybe you've questioned trying to continue to push forward or have you always felt like optimistic about it like how is how has it been working over these eight years with your emotions? Oh, man, I mean, I couldn't imagine not playing music, you know, like regardless of touring and whatnot, like I find so much, I don't know, I just, I get so much out of just writing music with the guys being in the same room and just having that connection with one another. It's, it's hard to, to think about not doing that, you know, um, it's definitely gratitude it's definitely gratifying, you know, getting to this point to where we're getting opportunities. And to me, I felt like it was just a matter of time though. I feel like that. I feel like for anyone, if you just put your head down and you work hard enough, I feel like at some point, you know, something is going to happen. So something is going to happen for you. If you stay true to yourself and just keep grinding. Like I, I truly believe that unless you're just really, really unlucky. And we've been unlucky about a lot of things and we've had a lot of hard things happen with the band and members and whatnot, but you know, we just kept grinding, man. We love writing music. So, um, yeah, I think the encouraging things outweighed that too, which was what it comes down to. Like the things that the victories that we've had have outweighed any losses, Mm -hmm. but yeah, man, sometimes it's hard to even recognize things when you're putting your head down and working for so long, you know what I mean? it's such a slow accumulation of things, but then you have these like the tour with Chevelle or signing with NB that really hopefully like wake you up to smell the roses even for a second. But I think our process is to always keep working, especially when we're in the midst of making music. Don't want to slow the train down for anything. Cause you never know, you know, no, I don't blame you. I've, I've had the opportunity in my life to watch it from the outside. Cause I had a good friend who long time ago was working towards doing you know working on his own band and working on his own music and watched him work for a decade on that and and seeing the ups and downs and the band members come and go and the the quarrels that would happen between them at times and things like that and his frustrations and you know and and it took a long time at one point he finally got the record deal and started you know getting somewhere and all that so you know it's but it took him like 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and huge changes in style over that time from what he started with to where he ended up being most successful. And it's it is the perseverance, I think, that it's calls, you know, that it's called for in order to do what you're doing is, is impressive stuff. So, you know, it's 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 very cool to see somebody somebody having that success and, and starting to, to turn that corner. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I think we look towards things that we've been inspired by like bands especially ones that have hit a little later in their career uh that's always i think given me the 
encouragement to keep going. I, I remember Mastodon for a lot of years has been a really big inspiration just to see how they took their band and then they didn't hit till they got a little bit older and getting away from this idea of like flash in the pan and like just like getting really big really quick. Instead, we've always had the long-term mind state. Like we want to do this for a long time and right. we don't make decisions that are going to lead to us burning out, even if that might help us have a little bit of growth uh, incrementally uh, initially. Was there ever a time when you really felt hopeless about it? Yeah, I mean, I think, man, uh, there's been some really dark times. I think before signing to NB, for me personally, there was a period of that. And I think just having so many ups and downs. And for our particular situation in in the time period that we've started this band, a lot of what we've done is online. So yeah. it's very like effervescent. It's hard to like put your hand on it. Like time between shows has been a lot for us. Mm -hmm. And just trying to set the pieces in place to where we can consistently play because we don't live in a place and it's just not the type of thing where we're out every weekend, like hitting the bar or right. like the places around here. We have done that. We have. But, but e even then, like when I started playing music, it was like every weekend, all the time, playing covers, doing this and that. And then when we started this band, it immediately became a thing where most of the time was us writing music mm -hmm. and putting the, piece, the pieces together for the future. So a lot yeah. of that is having faith, man. You don't have that like instant feedback of like people interacting with you all the time in person at, right. a, at a show. So we've had more of that over the past couple of years. And that's another thing that helps to encourage us to keep going, you know, because yeah. that feedback from people at a live show is why we do this. It's a big, big part of why we do this. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. In my head and being an old Rush fan, you know, I go back and I think of similar thing, like they were doing it for six, seven, eight years before they hit something that was big. They mm -hmm. got a record deal, almost lost it. And when they were almost losing it, they kind of went, all right, well, screw it then. We're going out the way we want to go out. And that turned to be the best, turned out to be the best thing for them. That yeah, was they're, another band, they're another band that we look to and we yeah. just like want to try and do things that have a similar spirit. Yeah. yeah. Do what you think is the best you can do. Mm -hmm. Stick to your guns. Let everything work out as it is. If you've got people that like your work they're going to stick with you that's what we hope man and that's cool though i mean i i'm i always think it's an encouraging sign when you get somebody like jamie king in your corner from the start mm -hmm. because that's somebody that clearly knows what it takes and and can really provide a lot of guidance and that that kind of clout mm -hmm. helps open doors yeah he had he he talked to us a lot especially our for, on our first record and gave us some really encouraging words yeah. That like you had what it takes to take it to the next step. So things like that, we don't forget. How do you guys put your music together? Is it? I know a lot of bands that I, you kind of get the musicians are jamming in one corner, and somebody's writing the lyrics and putting the vocals together in another spot. Other bands are doing something different. How do you guys pull your music together? How do you create your stuff? There's no like rhyme or reason how it typically happens. I would say. For sight to sound, a lot of the time it was the bass and the drums were first, and then the guitar would come in second, secondly. And then once we have a completed demo of an instrumental, we hand it off to Ben, and Ben does his thing. But yeah, that's typically how it goes. But you know, it, it might start from a guitar riff, it might start from a drum beat, it might start from a bass riff, you know. But yeah, there's always that we have an instrumental and we hand it off to Ben. That must be what I'm enjoying then is that rhythmic bass being an old drummer way 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 back but just that idea that i've always liked the rhythmically complex stuff and that's what pulls me in so 
I guess if you have that from your starting point, maybe that's what gets my attention. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to me that I've he- I've heard a lot of people talking about the bass on this record, but to me, I almost I had this thing going in is I wanted to pull back and let everyone else because on Ways We Haunt, I had a lot of effects yeah. and I did a lot of things to sp- fill the space a lot more, but I felt like on Sight to Sound, I kind of took a step back to allow the guitar to have its thing and the drums and stuff, but it's it it's strange to me that i just keep hearing people talking about the bass on the record which is cool it's really cool <laughs> it's just the opposite of what i i perceived it to be you know myself but yeah i appreciate it though you're you're holding back as somebody else's <laughs> yeah going super drive yeah but if her words are coming out of my mouth that's awesome though i mean I, and again it's 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 not uncommon but it it's got to be a hard i imagine coming in when the music's written, I don't know if you've got the lyrics already sitting around somewhere that then you've got to figure out, all right, how can I get the phrasing right to fit this music or whether you're hearing music and it's bringing some sort of inspiration to your mind, Ben, that then turns into lyrics or maybe a little both. I don't know. Yeah, I never um, write lyrics before hearing the music at all. I, I've, I've tried writing things down before that even excite me, but it's like when trying to it to me it feels forceful to try and put something that was written onto music instead of just reacting like reacting and that's yeah. the type of musician that i've always been i'm not really the type of musician that initially starts ideas a lot and that's why i think it's such a beautiful thing with me and jesse being you know good friends and best friends rather and making this band is that he has the mind i think a lot of the time to come up with initial thing and for me like anytime i hear anything my mind just like goes like in so many directions so i get a lot of inspiration and i try to put myself in like a vulnerable place when i hear my friends making music and i like to just capture whatever i can and then take long periods of refinement but it's it's usually it's always melodically first sometimes lyrically and melodically simultaneously but most often it's like finding the melody that fits right and then it's sort of like bringing clarity to something that looks really rough it's like it's like a a glass window that i just have to slowly clean and then i can finally see whatever it was that was coming through so i I really love it man we're in the middle of that right now and it's such a process of discovery and speaking of the word gratification there are few things if anything that i feel as gratified from when uncovering what feels like the song was supposed to be and then especially being able to say that this song is done yeah Uh, it's, it's the best, man. That's a great image, the idea of cleaning the window off until the image is clear in your head that matches the music. It, similar analogy that was coming to my mind was the idea of a sculptor, you know, who finds the figure within the stone or something like that. It's already there, and it's just a matter of taking off a little bit here and there, adding a little bit here and there until you get something that totally makes sense, and you may not know where you're going when you start the journey. Yeah, quite often that's the case. And I like titles because I think that gives you a, just a nice little box that's not too defined. But I think a sculptor is maybe even a better analogy um, because you get to this point and our last one we've been working on, it was teetering on that for me that you can keep chipping away and get to a point where you've chopped off the arm of that uh, <laughs> sculpture. You know what I mean? And you went too right. far. So I think that's that's maybe even a better analogy. You have to find that perfect balance and not overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of the restraint plus the creativity to just 
that's cool imagery yeah. though. I like it. I, I'm I'm a visual person, as I think I said. So it's yeah. you can put it into words like that. That that helps. But yeah, it's, right. It's always been a fascinating process for me. I've never personally had that level of creativity. So the fact when there are people that can do that has always been something I've been fascinated by and admired. So, you know, I'm glad to see you guys being able to live that dream. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think we still feel a little bit of it on the outside of it, too. We still look at people that are creative and we think, wow, that'd be cool to do that. And so, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Now, see, now you put me back more to thinking of Rush again. Hold uh, <laughs> your fire. That's the perfect description of it, you know? like We don't want to show you all our Rush posters around here. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I have none. I had one in college. That was it because I didn't, didn't have a lot of posters. At this point in time, I'm trying to fill the wall behind me with photos from concerts of my own. <laughs> well, that hurts us, man, but we won't hold it against you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Long, long-term goals. What kind of things do you think would be your your dream experience doing this? I mean, I, I imagine a lot of people could easily say, well, get to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something like that. But for you guys, like at some point in time, where do you think you might hit a point and you go, now I believe I made it? When Well, yeah, was, there's, a, there's a lot of different answers for that. Yeah. Basically, like living, you know, like. Yeah. It's comfortable comfortably living off of music that would be amazing you know i think that's like ultimately all of our goals you know yeah. like like lifetime is to make enough from our music that we could live off um right. that's really really hard you know obviously we know that but um man just like musically though i don't know i just yeah, I, so I, I love think what we do we're, yeah. we're kind of doing it now man you know like to be able to be signed to a record label and have the opportunities to go on tours like and in one sense, I feel like we have made it. And then I think Jesse, like, just, he said it too, like, to get to that point where you don't have to work another job and you can just do music and focus your time and energy on that, that's a great goal to have. And then other than that, we like to focus on just the process of just trying to get better personally yeah. and collectively. And just to be able to do it is 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 a sense of making it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to get, you know, four people or five people in the room and you know, stay consistent and write music together. It's just, there's, especially when you get older, you know, it's just, there's more and more responsibilities and, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, I think we're all grateful for what we have just currently as well. Like Ben said, if there's a danger in looking too far down the road at times, because you can lose track of the things right in front of you. And, and I get that. I think if, Hey, you know what, you might get to that eighth circuit someday. I'm going to keep coming back. I discovered something new to, to thought concept that I can think about and talk about. But, you know, but right now you got the whatever's in front of you and that's got to that's got to happen first before you get to the others. But I also think it's cool, too, because I've seen enough of like old interviews of a pair of bands back in the 80s. And it's like I love so much that like the first answer isn't chicks and drugs, man, women yeah. and drugs and parties. That's what I want. <laughs> I think some of us would. Yeah, we wouldn't mind a bunch of chicks and drugs. If nah, man. <laughs> playing music is is really a blessing dude and so as long as we can keep doing it and i think like anything we talked about today it's the idea balanced you know between yeah. looking towards the goals of the future and also staying present not an easy thing to do trust me i think yeah everybody struggles with it myself included on a regular basis but i've yeah. always preached that balance is the key no doubt man absolutely awesome guys you know what i i really do appreciate your time tonight uh, i was glad to get to talk to you i'm glad to get to meet with you I, i'm glad i get to find out 
about you. Like I said, I, much as I try to keep my nose into everything and finding everything, because, you know, unlike a lot of people as they get older, I don't just sit and go, I want to keep listening to the same albums I listened to when I was in high school. I listened to them a lot already. I need something <laughs> yeah, new. Yeah. I need something different. And I've always been that way. So when I have the opportunity to discover something new, I, I, I'm very thrilled for that. And I'm glad I've gotten to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, thank you for, for spending the time to talk to us and uh, listening to our music. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it, man. It's nice to meet you, too. Thank you for Absolutely. your willingness to hear it and talk to us. Absolutely. And you guys will <laughs> find yourselves comfortably added into the progressive Sundays at Toxic Radio. So, you know, you're going to be folded right into the playlist there with the rest of them because, hey, it's all about variety and it's all about something different. And, and I love finding new what it's all about. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Okay. Well, I wish you the best. Take uh, take care on the tour. Be safe. Good luck. And uh, hope the album does great for you. Thanks, Thank man. you. Nothing like having a good music chat with a couple of young guys, so to speak. Me being an old head, them being the young guys. But up-and-coming band that's cut their teeth on a lot of the stuff I've been listening to for a long time. But doing their own thing. Putting their own twist on the music they're making. Taking together the inspirations that have brought them to where they're at. And making their own mix, their own stew, as I often say, with that very excited whenever i get to discover something new and and i'm really i'm really impressed with the thoughtfulness that these two young guys displayed about what they do and the music they make and where they plan to go with it all and i'm very impressed with everything that they have put together so far and really enjoying getting to experience their music and getting to know something new something different and in the end for me the exploration that is progressive rock progressive metal always about seeing what you can do that's different seeing what you can find that is new and these guys have done that for me don't forget the new album sight to sound is out now and they're going to be hitting the road in october with art echo they're going to be hitting all over the u.s so make sure you get out there get your tickets get a chance to check these guys out live and discover something new for yourself I want to thank once again Ben Bedick and Jesse Olson for their time talking to me. I appreciate it, guys. I wish you the best of luck with the album. Uh, I hope the tour is great for you guys. Get out there, get the word out, get people the opportunity to know more about you guys. I hope it works out really well for you. And of course, I wish you a safe travel, a safe journey along the way. Thank you for joining me once again for Bleeding Edge Interviews. Just a quick reminder, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you haven't already, please check out my other interviews. They are available wherever you find podcasts. Just search under Toxic Radio. And of course, they're always available at ToxicRadio.net. Meanwhile, remember, Bleeding Edge is on Sundays at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern, right in the middle of the Brain Salad Sunday, where we feature all day long prog rock, prog metal, anything that pushes the boundaries. This is Super Dave, signing off.